Hey, good morning, my friends. What's going on? 7.15 on a windy fucking Thursday. I guess the 27th of February, 2020. I'll be lucky if I have 20 anatomy students sitting in my lecture. Just the inclement weather, and they got fucking spring break next week, so we're awful next week. Listen, that's good. The hell am I going to do with my Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Try to get some shit done. I guess around the house, chill out, rest up, <clears throat> pack up, prepare for this trip. You have to excuse the clattering of my uh, authentic Mennonite milk jugs in the back seat as they rattle in their little cage carrier that I have, two-bottle two carrier. This is where I'm at at this point in my life. Thursdays, I got to get gas. I got to freaking take my two-bottle carrier, my clanky milk jugs, down to the midnight friggin' market. Also got to get some honey. I like it in the comb. So they just fucking, that's short for the, ooh, it's authentic honey, with the comb also in it, you know, the waxy substance that the bees create, right, honeybees, they just blend it in, it's short for them just fucking getting lazy and blending it in, I don't care though, it's a little thick, you know, a little like kind of creamy, it's probably great for you, I don't know, but put a little of that in my coffee, tasty wasty. All right, a couple stories to tell. Let's see. First of all, let's do a little update <clears throat> on uh, my travel, my, my trip, my pending trip to uh, Arizona, southern Utah. Me and my buddy Rosie, we got logistics underway. And my, my birthday was yesterday, so my, my family couldn't wait, especially my daughter, cutest little thing. She's my sidekick, you know? She couldn't wait for my birthday, and here I was, I don't know, I, listen, I maybe I'm getting a little sensitive that I'm getting older, on the one hand, I really don't give a fuck, um, I, I'm still strong, I'm still uh, uh, smart, got my head, my wits about me, but I'd be lying if I said that I couldn't feel it, Okay? getting a little bit older, you know, you fucking look in the mirror, your hair's all graying, you get that patient who comes in, he's maybe in his 30s or something, he's got like a, a full brown or black beard, you know, dressed all nicely, and, you know, and I'm just, not that I ever really was, I guess maybe I don't give a fuck, I'm just trying to be honest with myself right now, as well as the listener, but, uh, I've never been one to especially celebrate birthdays. Like, I think it's my father. My father's influence was like, oh, thanks, God. oh, my birthday. Like, it's some people are so crazy about it. You know, they got birthday months and birthday weeks and all these expectations and you got to give me a card. And there's my, listen, my wife's like that. She's wonderful. Her family, it's very, very special. Birthdays are very special. And they're, they're made special by the people um, in their lives, you know, their mothers who established, my mother-in-law established a tradition of, uh, making a big 
to do. Everybody gets their favorite meal, and everybody gets a very thoughtful present. My mother-in-law got me a... Last week, she cooked a freaking filet mignon, giant filet mignon, what the hell they call that, when it's the whole thing, it's like a loin, freaking beef loin, right, cooked the whole fucking beef loin, it was tender, it was great, then they gave me uh, a couple hundred dollar set of airbrushing paints, I'll never need another airbrushing color or paint in my life, because of her kindness, and just wonderful, you know, so it's great to be celebrated, yesterday was my birthday, I come home after a long day at the office, after 8 o'clock. Everybody was very kind, fucking loads and loads of uh, love poured in from Facebook. Several hundred people saying, hey, happy birthday, Dr. O, happy birthday, Aaron, happy birthday, Drill, or whatever people, however they know me, however they care about me, it's appreciated. And it's a nice thing to do, I think, just to say, hey, happy birthday. It's a nice thing. You do it for somebody, somebody does it for you. You make someone feel remembered just for a moment in time. Now, I'm, not, I'm under no delusions that people will, you know, throughout their day, they be thinking about Aaron's birthday. Just not like that. But it's just a nice little, it's an awareness of, oh, it's, it's your special day. Listen, you deserve it. You're, you know, yada, yada, yada. I had people who are from, like, my elementary school back in the day that I haven't seen in 40 years 30, 40 years and they're saying happy birthday and it's just nice to be thought of so we should do that for people today but so it was my birthday and uh, yesterday and came home the family had a nice little celebration for me, a nice meal a little carrot cake muffin also from the Mennonite friggin' supermarket. Holy shit. Let me tell you, if you think you've had carrot cake, you haven't until you've had this fucking cream cheese icing, earthiness. It's a super-sized muffin. Not super, super-sized, but not only these tiny-ass fucking one-bite muffins. This is at least five bites. Cream cheese dressing or icing on it. Delicious. Um, and then we went, opened up some presents, some cards, some very thoughtful cards, said nice things. Everybody's kids, dogs surrounded me, we're all sitting on the carpet. And we opened up, they had a bunch of balloons that had lights in them and shit, and turned the lights off and surprised me when I came in and opened up a bunch of presents. They were hiking things and stuff for my pending camping trip. I got a friggin' water filter straw. I got a blow-up pillow, very compact and light. Uh, I got a, a pack, my very own, that I could dump all kinds of, uh, of gear in. That's important, because I hope to do more, more hiking, you know? So we'll get more use of this, hopefully. Uh, my family and I load it up, maybe take some picnics, do some local hikes in Pennsylvania here, maybe go down to the Blue Ridge, but me and Rosie, we're getting freaking riled up for this Utah trip, right, southern Utah, I got the lay of the land, I got uh, Google Earth, rocking and rolling, as I've seen 
laid eyes on the objective where we're going to friggin' um, insert into the wilds and uh, hike up this platform, this this uh, treacherous friggin' escarpment, and then we're going to hike across and make camp on this plateau, big plateau, and below us is the Colorado River, man. Friggin' blow up some kayaks, boom. Down the down the friggin' gorge we go. It's gonna be gorgeous. So that's cool. That's about a month away. And I'm excited. Alright, so moving on. I got a couple thoughts here. So as I'm sitting on the on the carpet, sitting on the on the floor exhausted from the day, open up my presence, so thankful, so loved, um, kids were making jokes, oh, their, their card, it was like different faces of the moon, and you turn the little wheel, and it shows somebody, some freaking old guy's, you know, ass with little hairs on it and stuff, and different phases, and different positions, and then they, they signed it with, uh, you know, love you, daddy, and they drew, like, a turd, my daughter drew a freaking really nice turd, like, with some texture in it, and a little friggin', you'd see where the turd was cut at the top, like, pinched off, and my son drew a couple dicks, so, you know, I thought about it, a lot, and I think that the best thing we can give people Especially our kids, our offspring, our family, is humor. Sometimes I catch myself being a little silly, a little extra silly. And uh, I I wonder, wow, does anybody ever take me seriously? They always always expecting the next joke or the next, you know, me to do something crazy or zany or um, shocking. It's hard to judge from where where you sit, you know, but oftentimes I think if we are honest, and I'm always fucking honest, you wonder how you're perceived by other people and, you know, what is your persona like? How do people think of it? What do people say about you, you know? Is it well-received, your humor, your personality, or is it can't please everybody, that's for sure, but anyway, I was thinking as my, as I'm considering my kids, uh, taking, uh, drawing little turds and friggin' dicks and stuff on the thing, on the card, and made me laugh, and uh, it's, it made me feel like, yeah, this is my family, look at us drawing dicks and turds, because the best thing you can give the people in your life is some fucking humor, man, a sense of humor, a comfort in the storm, some laughter, a joke, some potty talk. It's the greatest thing in the fucking world, man. Because you got to laugh at something. You really got to keep a sense of humor or else the world will chew you up. You know, you can say, oh, just keep a stiff upper lip and you got to be tough and you got to embrace the suck and all these little isms where it's just like drive on resilience. Um, that's all good stuff. 
But I don't think that that saves you in the end. I think that that humor, a sense of humor, is the thing that really matters most. So when you're thinking about that excerpt from a movie or that... Your text message from Milo. Oh, God. My friend Milo, he's the fucking best. He really is a cool dude. Um, think about what's going to save us in the end, what's going to give us some little respite, a little shelter in the storm. It's humor. It's making fun at the boogeyman. Hit that left lane, cross the double yellow, and friggin' speed past these turds. Going to the pill factory. So yeah, so keep friggin' making fart jokes. I'll probably make a dozen of them in lecture this morning. Just to try to cut through this wind. Wow, breaking wind out there. Wow, it's really breaking wind out there, guys. What smelly weather we have. Keep fucking laughing. So then there's another uh, quote that I saw my friend, Emily. She uh, posted online yesterday, and it said... uh, Treat people better than you feel. (laughs) Isn't that a cool one? Isn't that true? Sometimes, you know, let's say, whatever, we're having a bad day. Things aren't going as we would like. We can tend to shine that on, um, on all of our relationships, on all of the people and situations in our life. And that's a shame. I think that that is, uh, a kind of failure when you let the shit that's affecting you spill over and fucking affect other people. You know, not affect, it's more like infect other people. It's like a virus, it's like this coronavirus everybody's talking about. And, um, you know, it's obviously a concern. I talked to a friend last night who wished me happy birthday online. And uh, his name is Chris Dolan. He's a comic. He's fucking funny as shit. He, he, tell, he loves humor. He loves comedy. And, of course, I'm sure underneath some of that, there's some some trauma. There's some... Unhappiness. Look at this bitch taking a little friggin' little sneak attack. One, two, three. Pops out of the alley, jumps in front of me. Alright, you're one car in front of me, lady. We'll see how. See if I don't pass you in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, we shine, uh, we shine the, the bullshit on people sometimes, and that's, that's, that's not cool, you know, and that's, that's another thing we, we do, I think, in, in the world, especially in the workplace, or as we go out, leave our homes and go out into society, uh, we have an opportunity, of course, we want to be genuine, you know, we don't want to sugarcoat shit, but, 
it sure would be, um, I think it, the appropriate thing to do, the, the nice thing to do, is to put on a happy face. Wasn't there a song about that growing up? Put on a hat, just put on a happy face. Put on a happy face. Not a dishonest face. Maybe it's a white, a little bit of a white lie. But uh, that's about it. Not meaning to uh, be untruthful. You just want to fucking make people feel good. Make people, and when you do that, when you put on a happy face, they put on a happy face because we reciprocate it, we mirror it. And we don't want everybody to be fucking miserable out here, right? So we got to be kind and we got to be uh, funny and we, we should just try to shine our light on the world that way. Is how I feel. Of course, I'm not suggesting that I'm miserable all the time, but I have observed that, uh, you know, things come at you when you leave the house in the morning and you're all dressed up and you got your, your clothes all set out and you got your breakfast in you now and you got a full tank of gas and it's towards the end of the week and you got your work done, you're prepared for whatever and you go out into the world, shit comes at you, right? It tries to fucking climb on you like some sort of animal, like a monkey on your back or or a virus, something that's like you can't wash off sort of thing. These villains attack us, and they try to break us down and, and do their bidding, hijack our systems, and uh, just destroy things. You know, it's... Uh, you call it entropy. Entropy is, uh, you might have heard about this, entropy is the tendency of all systems, natural or otherwise, to, to break down over time. Like nothing is forever sort of thing. Entropy. And so we don't want to let entropy frickin' hijack our system and everything fucking falls to shit. Damn it, we've got a plan for the day. I've got a lecture, and I'm tired, and I've got clanky milk bottles in the back, and it's windy as fuck, and my, half of my neighbor's uh, recyclables have blown across my goddamn lawn. But I'm going to go out anyway this guy. So be kinder than you feel. Because that's a that's an antidote for all bad things. If you can go out into the world and you got pressures on you or whatever, you know, just fucking help somebody. You know, make them feel good. How nice would that be? And there's my mechanic's house. I need that guy to change my goddamn oil. Every time I put on the, uh, turn my truck on, it goes, need an oil change. You need an oil change now, mister. Okay, so keep a light heart. Give people humor. Treat people better than you feel. Thank you for the happy birthdays. Pay that forward. 
It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Hopefully we get some good weekends planned. I, I know we do. And, you know, I mentioned the uh, pissing contest my wife and I had gotten in. That's all healed over. I still need to uh, to make some amends. I'm going to try to... Um, Try to fool around a little bit this weekend. That's my hope. Make a little love. Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. Get down tonight. Get together. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to be thankful for and a lot of good things happening. As far as this coronavirus is concerned, all right, shut up, you fucking milk bottles. God damn it. This coronavirus, it's scary, right? We never like to hear about, uh, I, mean, I mean, across time, it was what? The birds, the bird flu, SARS, um, of course, HIV and AIDS is another virus villain, um, at least HIV, not the syndrome, but you know what I'm saying, the flu, and it's come through this year pretty bad, so you always say, like, our winter hasn't been bad because climate change has taken a dump on us, so we're not really getting a lot of snow, or none, and... So we didn't have a traditional winter in one sense, and that's good because we didn't have to use our snow fucking blowers and all that shit. Missed days of school and work. But it has been a bad season, bad winter for illness. And it could always be worse, right? But, you know, my daughter was out for a full week. That sucked. About a month ago that was going on. Um, Somebody told me yesterday that they went to daycare. And there were like four kids in the daycare. I'll talk to my cousin this weekend who runs a, a daycare and wonder what it's been like. I know it's been very tough. Whole family's out and shit. So here's to everybody healing up and, and feeling better, moving on. So the coronavirus comes in from my readings. They're saying that, uh, you know, here we're trying to contain it and all that stuff. And, you know, we should, we, once again, I mentioned before, we like to be prepared and have our, our plan or whatever. Well, coronavirus, it don't give a fuck about your plan or your little face mask or your hand sanitizer or any of that shit. It's just going to do what it's going to do. And that's contrary to what humans you know, have going on, right? Because we're always trying to cook the books. We're always trying to to bend the world to our will. It's not so easy. You know? When it comes to these critters. These viruses are legion, man. They are fucking the human virome. There's like 200, more than 200 known viruses on the human body that inhabit the human body. That, might, that doesn't sound like a lot, because we always hear about how 
ample these critters are. That doesn't seem like a lot. Let me tell you. Trillions, hundreds of trillions of virus, viruses or viri are on us. Hundreds of trillions. Countless viruses. Many more than bacteria. In fact, they will freaking attack the bacteria. Pretty, pretty crazy. And good, because they there's something called a... Um, uh, a viro... Damn it, what's it called? Anyway, this type of virus, it's like a sniper. It kills bacteria. They live off of bacteria. They eat them. They destroy them. Bacteriophage. Phage means to eat. So these freaking viruses will gobble up bacteria and attack them in various ways. So there's a war raging inside. The, some of the articles that I've read or talking about are futility in trying to contain these viruses. Good luck with that, you know. It's just not... It's no easy task. So it's coming, and of course, uh, the media and the powers that be are going to pump things up, try to make it seem like the world is coming to an end, and anybody who's read The Stand from Stephen King will um, you know, be, will have that on their mind. In fact, if you haven't read The Stand or listened to it on Audible or watched the, the movie series, like a 10-part series, I think, you should, because it'll... It'll inform you. It'll give you an appreciation for um, at least what humans imagine a pandemic would be like. And these have hit us in the past, right? A lot of the older folks out there, immune-compromised folks, the young, the very young, very old, very immune-compromised, they are... They are the most going to be the most affected. If there's any deaths or severe injury of severe illness, it's going to be that sort of stuff. And I heard some emails are coming out from school districts and large workplaces and stuff talking about steps that we can take, you know, and awareness. You know, now we have like a one patient in the United States in Northern California that's that has a confirmed case of of this virus. And there's going to be more. So this weekend and next week is probably going to be the week of the coronavirus. <laughs> and God help us all. Speaking of God, I had an exchange the other day with uh, a really good friend of mine uh, and a pastor. I don't know if I already said this in a previous podcast, but we we t- tussled a little bit. Great guy. He was, he was a patient is a uh, was a boot camper for more than a year I learned I you know, spent a lot of time with him have lunches periodically with him great guy and uh, he wanted me to come to Sunday service hear him speak which I out of respect I would certainly do but um, there's a lot of my friends that go there a lot of people who I really love dearly man and on the one hand I would love to spend a Sunday afternoon with them, but I don't like the notion. I don't. Well, I'm not sure about this 100. percent 
but I think I'm not inclined to be a religious individual. I'm very spiritual. I've got a lot of thoughts and ideas, um, philosophies on, you know, spirituality and why we're here, and I'm intensely interested in that. I'm just not interested in people saying, like, having come to a conclusion. I think it would be premature to say that we know, um, why we're here and that God is a grandfatherly figure with a flowing beard and he's, we can have a personal relationship with him and prayers will be answered and God works in mysterious ways and all that shit. I'm also not inclined to believe this, you know, the matter of fact scientific assertion that there's no evidence or there's no such thing. I believe in magic, I do. I believe in genuine, real, friggin' Harry Potter-type magic and things that are uncharted territories that are worth exploring, and we might never um, come to a definitive uh, conclusion about these things. But I think that they're very interesting, and I'm not going to come to Sunday service because I am a sucker for love, and I know that if I went, I would be surrounded by all these wonderful people that I care about so much, and their families, and they would um, dogpile on the rabbit, and next thing you know, I'd become, an, I'd become a Bible-thumping Christian, and going door-to-door -door and shit like that, trying to proselytize, and that's, I, I am against that, I don't really, I don't believe in it, and I told them, we had a pretty good mm -hmm. conversation. Oh, that's my little baby girl. I love her. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, sign off for now. Probably jump back on later if something interesting happens. Love and respect. Thank you if you wish me happy birthday. If you did not, you can go fuck yourself. Kidding. Huh! Mm -hmm. huh!